Chris Brizzo. Chris Brizzo. Glory Castle. I, I, I wanted to start things out exactly by saying uh, how grateful I am for all your time that you always give me. I always, uh, I always appreciate you wanting to uh, share some knowledge and uh, trying to help, trying to help with growth and uh, anybody else who I witness you try to uh, facilitate growth for. And I, uh, I see that and I want to acknowledge that it's awesome. And it's very I appreciate appreciated. It. I, I, you know what? Um, so it, it, for everyone who doesn't know, my name, Christopher Bristow, I was brought into Met Corey at DCW. And let's be honest, I shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't having a good night. It was just a lot on my mind. And there, there have been other things on my mind, but um, Corey here, graciously just told me to take it on the chin it's just it's just a day you're not allowed to be perfect you know you have to be you have to be striving for you know striving for excellence not perfection so, forgive me for not remembering but what had happened what what did is that, um, something that, that actually happened did something did i say something like that to you i don't remember that um so in a in not so many words you, you that was the message of the story but it was just more um, I came down, Zach brought me in to do, you know, the ring announcing and commentating at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then my, my cards, you know, blew away because they were out back wow. and, and, you know, behind, you know, uh, in the locker room. And then my daughter was trying to help me, you know, get that information real quick. And then they got all messed up in the order that they were in. So I was just fumbling over myself. Uh -huh. So rightfully so. I shit the bed, but I at least got some things right. You know, I put forth as much effort as I could that day. Um, my equipment wasn't working properly. That was on part of, you know, uh, me not validating the equipment that I pulled from my business partner's house. Mm -hmm. And I should have checked. That's on me. I'm not going to blame anyone else. But yeah. um, well, you know, you, you, you got to let it go at this point. You I do. You can't. You can't shit all over yourself. Well, no, no. You I'm gonna just, get rid of that shooting. <laughs> I'm just reflecting yourself. on. I know. I know. I'm just playing around. I'm just reflecting on, like I, I, you know. You, you, you sometimes can be a little hard on yourself, man. I, I. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, hard. I'm. I'm my worst critic, and I, you know, there's a lot of times where I need to get out of my own way. But. Um, yeah, I mean. Um, go ahead. You're. You you were doing the you were doing the job you had never done before for the first time, like imagine had it gone exactly perfect for you, and then the next time you go to do it, it doesn't go exactly perfect and you lose your shit. Like well, there, it takes like some failing to figure out to figure out how to kind of navigate through it. I've I've done way. I've done ring announcing before for another company, so it wasn't you know, off, you know, not in my wheelhouse. It was just, it was a plethora of things that, you know, with the sound equipment and the audio and then not the audio not working. And but it was to... your first time for that company. It was the yeah, first time it was first in time that, that environment. Company. All those factors added up uh, to, 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 to present to you the, the presentation that you're currently in. 
And that is uh, somebody who's doing this for the first time, this exact way. All these particulars, yep. all these particulars are going to add up to me shitting the bed. Yeah, you, 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 made, you made some mistakes. That's what happens. Yeah. Like, so I tell my daughter, my, my middle daughter all the time, because she's very hard on herself. And she's like insanely like, you know, can't get this right. Can't get that right. And I'm sitting here telling her the same thing the day after that event happened, like those chain of events happen. And I'm just listening to my own advice come out of my mouth. I'm like, you know, mother effer, you better start taking your own advice. And that's when the, the, the following day I was just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm, I'm done. You know, I had a bad day. You know, and I referenced it right to her that I had a bad day and it wasn't my best showing, but you're not, you don't have to be a hundred percent all the time. So, and, uh, thank you for, you know, giving me those kind of words, you know, just saying it's pro wrestling shit happens, yeah. you know, I, I've seen, I've seen far worse. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you, you can't have, you can't have spent as much time being around the the independent wrestling industry and not seen far worse than what you were doing i've i've seen far worse and you know i just my biggest thing is this i've always wanted to what can i do in my position to put everybody over? a coffee broke a shoelace <laughs> <laughs> smeared the lipstick on a face that's that's all you there there bro <laughs> But, left note and said, I'm sorry, I <laughs> had a bad day. Oh god. <laughs> um I, I can't I can't hit the impressive notes of Brett Scallions of fuel, but dang. That was yeah, so cool. he's, I he's got, fuel. I he's got a register, man. Yeah. He 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 had uh he was a he was a really uh he he just had passion with his voice. I remember really liking his singing when I was younger. I I remember I mean I'm I'm going to be 44 this year, so that that puts me you know, I was born in 79. So I remember, you know, listening to Y100 <laughs> doing, you know, doing that and you know, fuel yeah. was heavily played on on the radio. Yeah. Totally. But fuel it's it's funny, like they didn't they didn't catch the 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 wave that uh that that nickelback got of the uh it's it's cool to it's cool to call them lame, but it like they kind of did get that a little bit, but they yeah. weren't as popular. Um I think wasn't the, the lead singer of fuel, didn't he? Had um I thought I heard him having like cancer or something of that effect, and then he he beat it and came out of oh. it. That's not I I've, I didn't know that I didn't uh, know his. There's a reason why they were like he had such a hiatus for a little bit because there okay. was a long period of time between albums that they they had. Um, but yeah, I thought I heard that. I, I could mean, be wrong. Th th but I mean, it's you know, you ever you ever see somebody. And not realize they had a missing finger for like the first, the first like few days that you've maybe known them. Didn't realize they didn't have a finger. They had something like that. 
a, a digit missing or something like half a knuckle <laughs> right yeah like and then later on you'd be like they would have a finger missing this is the type of person who would have a finger missing yep this is how i feel about that story yeah that sounds like it's a it's probably right <laughs> i'm sitting here trying to google it to see if it's true and i can't can't i can't google that fast not anymore Did she, will you swear there's nothing wrong i i don't know if it's anything wrong Bro but, broken, um, i'm just i'm just saying more lyrics from that bad day song <laughs> I, i'm missing it too, totally um she swears there's nothing wrong so if you'll indulge me Please. I had um I, 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 please please feel welcome to to uh be indulged. I okay. don't I don't what's the tense that I'm supposed to use on this? A present tense, indulge yourself. <laughs> I don't yes, sure, please indulge. <laughs> so indulge in, in 2006, my second child was born. And um for the lack of a better term, I was I was a selfish prick. Okay. And I'm not afraid to admit it because, you know, you have, sometimes you have to be that person in order to learn, but, um, I lost my job after she was born, was put on, um, uh, got a severance, then end up divorcing my then current wife. So now I don't have my kids. Now my now I have I'm moving back into my parents. That's tough. Yeah. And I lost my job. Um fast forward a year after that I gained custody of my girls and I took any job on the market. So I went from working at Circuit City to yeah, that's a throwback, Circuit City. Yeah. Um yeah. So that's a plug. Like <laughs> <laughs> and then um, that was a very specific joke that uh, that maybe maybe two of the viewers who ever see it will. The service is state of the art there, sir. Yes. <laughs> where that is the, the logo and um, service is state of the art. Yes. And I took a job in 2007 at Giant just whatever job I could find because now I had the, my daughters with me and, mm -hmm. and I had to do that. Fast forward, what was it? Three years. I went from there to Best Buy, worked there for three years and then now got my current job at Amerigas. And at that point in my life, me getting that job, I can honestly say saved my life. Like real, like I was tired of not being, getting these promotions and just being, and just coming down on myself. And after not getting that promotion, that interview that I went for, not getting that promotion, I just said, you know what? I'm going to bet on myself. I reached out to Brooksource, which is a contracting agency. And I was just like, you know what? Time to bet on me. And I did, and I now am celebrating 10 years at my current job. And if, if you if you look at it this way, I went from making zero 
in 2008, March of 2008, to now, I'm saying, I'm almost cresting six figures now. That's so, a, a that's a climb, man. That's 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 a journey. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, and through that, it wasn't until 2015 that. I also got out of my way in a in a more other respect. Met my now current wife. Um, I had to in 2014. I had to leave my youngest daughter's mom because of um, abusive tendencies on her part against my oldest daughter. And I'm sitting there two weeks. My my youngest daughter is like freshly two weeks old and this incident happens between her mom and my oldest daughter and i'm just like i have to make a decision so at that moment in my in my life i to protect my oldest daughter and my uh, middle daughter i um became a part-time parent to that child it was rough for the first couple uh, for the first year yeah, you know, with that scenario folding out, um, I'm not. I don't really care about child support. I pay it. I don't. It doesn't bother me because I know it goes to her, and I see that she's in. You know, she's excelling and everything. And and then I'm You know, fast forward to now, I'm sharing screenshots where I'm playing Call of Duty with her. We play Warzone together. <laughs> My nine year old, and I. She's just headsets on and everything. She's like, I'm going after this guy, and I'm going to shoot him. You know, it's just. I'm at that point where my kids are that they are everything to me. Um, but I want, I also want them to see me enjoying myself. They see it. I never had that with, you know, truly with my father. No, I don't think anybody did. I, I feel like, I think it was like somehow it was maybe programmed in, in men for uh, whatever years, reason. if you're seen enjoying yourself, you're going to somehow be exposed as uh, not as tough or something or not taking or not doing your responsibilities. This is like, or, if yeah, you're not or, earning like, your, oh, once, you know. once you're stuck enjoying yourself, nothing can ever be the same again. Correct. Right. Um, I mean, you've been caught, you've been out you've been outed as an enjoyer of yourself. I mean, my high school, my high school career wasn't, uh, home life wasn't great. I mean, my mom kept everything together, but I mean, it, it was, it was a constant state of fight or flight all the time for the, for the four years that, you know, we moved from Ridley Park to, to, uh, Chester County, right. it was a constant state of fight or flight and it was rough. It was tough. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details because you know they, don't, but uh, just that alone, I never wanted to be that person to my kids. Yeah, uh, you're breaking those chains hardcore because <laughs> you're having fun with your kids and you're uh, you're being being a, a good fun dad. It's uh, refreshing to see. Um. As you know, like I bring my my camera stuff and stuff like that to all the wrestling events. I do the same thing for 
my son's karate. So I don't charge him. Mm-hmm. I do it. I just yeah. take the pictures. I edit it for them. Right. I throw them up there. And I'm like, I don't need anything. My son's right. having fun. Right. You it, know, it probably makes him feel like a star too. Like oh, he's just he's just ecstatic. Yeah, like it's 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 rad, dude. He probably he probably he he's I can't say he's probably showing off and proud, but he's probably proud. But he's, you know, he has uh, no frame of reference for a non-kick-ass dad. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I took him to the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. By the way, cool. that was awesome. Him just sitting there dancing, doing all these <laughs> things, doing throwing up the We the Ones and all that stuff. Cool. Cool. You know, um, him chanting Sammy Uso. <laughs> That's probably, and then, that's probably uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he had a blast. He had a blast. But uh it wasn't until say about three years ago that I started to turn a corner on just paying stuff forward. Because like I've always told myself that I was if I was ever in a position I would help out anybody I can. Mm-hmm. You know, even with my knowledge. Even if I can't do it financially. Mm-hmm. I'll help them. I'll impart knowledge as best I can. Or wait, like, so financial is an option? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've been giving me you've been giving me technical help this whole time. You could have been just helping me financially. Jeez. <laughs> so I, I, you know what? I teach a man how to fish, there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, three years ago was was the time because I didn't. Again, I just up until that point, it was just like my hobbies were okay. I'll do the podcast and then I'll I'll play video games and maybe once in a while I'll stream, go to work, do that. Could you, you know. real quick? Yeah, maybe this will be my knowledge. I'm passing this along to you. If you're on another person's show and you're talking about your podcast, then you got to be like, name a podcast, wink. <laughs> my podcast company is Projangers and Wallhangers LLC. Um, we have two shows on there. They are Triforce Podcast on every Tuesday. We record every Tuesday and then release it uh, Thursday or Friday. And then on Sunday is the Lug Nuts Podcast, where my partner Matt and his brother Stephen will talk about anything car news or like F1 racing or, or I don't know if they talk about NASCAR, but. That's what that's their gimmick. I enjoy when I when I stood up for Jangers and Wall Hangers, I made two mantras out of that. No negativity and paying, you know, and building people other people up. And if you do those two things, you've done it. What is the uh, what is the word? And explain to me what it means. Per jangers and wall hangers. Per jangers is just a word that I made up. it is a um and it's just classic marketing is when you make up a word it's the only thing that shows up google okay per how do you spell it please p-e-r-j-a-n-g-e-r-s all right there is a per jangers all right all right well i got the website i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to have you type that out for me later at some point you can go to pjamdwh.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. 
Have you ever have you ever had a like a wrestling podcast or anything? Uh, we attempted to, but then the two people that were doing it had a falling out, so we just kind of just like let it go. Well, that don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting back to that, it was uh, three years. I made the decisions like to be, you know, be good on that promise that I made myself. That if I was ever in a position, I would start paying it forward. And mm-hmm. you know, I bought my own, all my own stuff, bring it to the events, and just say, "Hey, I'll do it." I don't care. I don't care what you pay me or if I get paid. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just want to help. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's awesome. So, sorry about the long winded story about my life. Oh, yeah. I was so bored. Just to be <laughs> the whole time. Oh, my God. I have to finish already. <laughs> oh, it's like 2008. Ugh. No, I don't even, I'm just kidding. I'm fine. Um, but um, now I'm trying to do things to kind of you know take that to the next level. Like, got a bunch of friends of mine. We stood up an LLC, and we're going to be throwing a Comic Con on May 20th. Oh yeah, the great Media Comic Con at Media Pennsylvania, and I'm getting an invite to play a game <laughs> on my PC. Um, the Great Media Comic Con in, uh, in Media, Pennsylvania, May 20th. And it will be the first Delco based Comic Con in media ever. Hmm. We already got actors and actresses and vendors already lined up. Cool. And uh, we'd love to, you know, see if we can get you on there. Oh, yeah. It sounds awesome. Sounds great. You know, we, we already got the place already like scaled out and um, we're just waiting on a couple other logistics. Might have like a, uh, like a magic card tournament. Might have a video game tournament there. We could might do a panel. Don't know yet. We're just figuring that out. Well, I mean, we could, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk off air about this, but I was going to say maybe talk to uh, Dave about doing some cosplay. I'm programs. already ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been doing cosplay pro wrestling for for um, for my friend Mike at other conventions. Yeah. Like I've done uh, anime next a bunch and I've done like. Um, uh, I would say a lot. I would say this building wouldn't be able to do both. Because it's not as large. If it was the Chichester building, I would say yes. But um, yeah, this can, building. Can we do comedy? Can we host podcasts like live podcasts? If we, if you purchase the table, you could do whatever you want. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, like, like on a PA system is what I'm talking about. Uh, you would have to bring your own like soundboard and speakers and stuff like that because they don't have that internally. But. You're saying you could. You could if you bring your own powered speakers like the one that Dave Springs. Mm. Yeah. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) They're about $350 at Best Buy. (laughs) (laughs) You only need one. (laughs) Or a sound bar. That'll work. No. um, My my girlfriend has a... uh, 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 The 
fender box. Like the karaoke machines? No, it's um. Well, I guess it's like a similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, why can't I remember what it's called? It's just got like two speakers on it. Okay. But yeah. Pop, do it like pop up little gigs and stuff here and there, like when she does coffee shops and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would work. That would work. I mean, I have. Let me see. Um, pull this up. I have um, that little sound bar right there. Uh-huh. And that kicks like if I crank it up to um, full volume, it shakes my house. <laughs> you want the shaky house? That's not enjoyable music. Shaky house music. <laughs> what? What's your biggest? What's your biggest? Like, like you're talking about music. What's What's your biggest music uh, genre? Oh, man, I don't know. Um. I would say probably probably rock, but then you know I throw in a a bunch of just like feel good sort of chill stuff. So I think we're in, we're on the we're on the same wavelength. I listen to you know my go to is rock, but I find myself lately um, I listen to video game music soundtracks. <laughs> They're so like. They're so well done, like especially the ones for Final Fantasy and like Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. They're so well done that they just flow. I challenge you to listen to Final Fantasy VI Balance and Ruin. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to lose that challenge. <laughs> I, I challenge you to, to, to Final Fantasy VI Balance and Ruin. So a group of people from on, you know on the internet ocremex.org they took the final fantasy 6 soundtracks and expanded it and they remixed some of the songs that were just like from you know cuz final fantasy 6 was on super nintendo so it's all that midi stuff they upped it and revamped it and it is a killer soundtrack they got songs in there that sound like bohemian rhapsody Cool. But uh I love that I love that music just because it's very soothing. Yeah. My son gets a kick out of it too. He dances in in, in the living that, room. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, but how of old, course you're like, you know, you pop, uh he'll be seven in May. Okay. Yeah, I got a, cool. a seven year old, a nine year old, a soon to be seventeen year old in on Valentine's Day, and then a twenty-one-year-old in September, and I have a twenty-six, uh, no, twenty-seven-year-old stepson. So full house, full house, yeah, very a lot. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the cab driver in Total Recall. I got nine kids to feed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. Oh man, man, that's a movie. The, the the original, not the not the yeah. remake. Yeah, I wasn't talking about that. Re- did I, you know? I, did I, did I you don't? I don't think I've watched the full remake, but uh, I yeah. didn't even I didn't even give it time. <laughs> um, did you know there's a cool little factoid about that movie? Um, Michael Ironside, yeah, Michael Ironside was was in that movie as well, and he at the time. 
his sister had cancer. Okay. And then um, Arnold found out about it and started recommending nutritions and guided based uh, nutritional steps for, you know, for her to like eat because it would actually improve her health and beat the cancer, which she ended up beating the cancer, you know, that go around, but it eventually came back and, you know, sadly she passed away, you know, but she did live a longer life because of it. That's a, that's a neat little factoid about that movie that, you know, if it wasn't for them two coming together, um, you have to be put there for a reason. I, I have to say, uh, I hear that and I hear like Arnold Schwarzenegger has made such an impact on people's lives. Yes. And he is uh, so caring uh, that he is also trying to pay things forward. And uh, I, I was just I was just talking about the other night. Um, I was. I was back in like 2011 before, yeah. before I had, um, before I had all the brain stuff okay. uh, leading up, leading up to that. I was, I was, um, probably like at the point, like the best shape I had been in right at that point, because, um, me and my friend Steve were, were training by going by the Arnold book, but, okay, um, every, oh, but it was like, a couple days a week, I would get a little pukey. I would feel a little nauseous and a little pukey. Okay. I, I was maybe like, oh, maybe I'm just pushing myself too hard. Maybe I'm just pushing myself a little too hard. And then then I had that seizure. Uh, I yeah, And I, I go here. like, if I never had that seizure the, and it went untreated, it, I would have died when I was 32 and I wouldn't have known about it. So I feel like. Arnold saved my life in reading that, reading the encyclopedia and like mm -hmm. following it and, and like maybe pushing myself a little bit too hard, but like, I'm glad I did. Cause like I get to be here now for all this bonus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't take anything for granted. Um, you talk seizures. Oh my God. I had, um, I had childhood epilepsy when I was a kid. So there were certain things that um, I could not, do or touch or eat um and the fact that i'm still living here is 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 amazing because there's a my mom told me about a story about when i was two or three i had a seizure and i was given cpr by my father brought me back to life you know by all rights i was should have been done that's Wild to think. Now, I don't have any memory from like five years to five years to three years because, you know, whatever happened killed my yeah, memory. I don't know if a lot of people do. So I don't know if a lot of people can remember stuff from when they were three. <laughs> I tell my daughter that she's like, you don't remember anything under five. I'm like, no. And you know, now like six, seven and eight are starting to get a little shaky. <laughs> so I still remember things from when I was three because um uh, when I was three, my mom took us to California and like we went to Disneyland and stuff. That's very I, pivotal. So I remember all that stuff very clearly. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I can't like piece it together sequentially, you know, like chronologically yeah. in, in any way. It's just weird how our minds work now because like if you look at, you know, before the advent of the internet and cell phones and all that stuff, 
I still remember my friend's phone number when I was in middle school. <laughs> I still remember his parents' phone number. So, um, but I remember my mom's work number to the lab at Riddle Hospital. Like mm -hmm. weird things that stay in your mind forever because you just, just had them ingrained to use them yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just, I remember, stuff. I remember a time when you only had to punch in seven digits. You didn't even have to put the area. Code oh, in. I remember. I remember that. I, and then I uh, saying it out loud for the first time right here in this moment, I've never felt older. <laughs> <laughs> 90 was it? 92, 93. That's when I, 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 I mean, I, I barely remember, but I do remember it. I mean, I was a kid. I was a little kid. I wasn't on the phone very much as a little kid. Um, I think it was June 92. Uh, I, maybe, maybe I made two phone calls in my whole life when I was two. <laughs> Seven-digit phone number. Okay. I'm Googling that. You are definitely Googling it. Yes. I don't have the attention span to Google everything I always think of and I can't re remember exactly and still continue to have a, a podcast or, you know what I mean? Like I can't continue to have a conversation and I'm too, I'm way too distractible to like, to keep up with the chat on the side of a, of the stuff. Like I've been on some people's podcasts and they're like, you can tell they're distracted by everything that's on yep. the screen. Yep. And it's like, are you even paying attention to me? Right, we're trying to have a conversation and well, let me. So the stats are all of PA was required in 1999, but I distinctly remember me living at Ridley. So that would put it between 90 and 93. Yeah, I remember um... I had friends in Philly at that time and we were still using 215. Um, I remember it was right around the time we moved from my grandmother's okay. to like apartment without my grandmother. Um, because, uh, that, that was why I had to know it. Cause I had to learn a new phone number. Um, and, and I would imagine that was probably 90, 93 or 94. Yeah. I remember 93 because it was before I moved to Chester County. That's how I remember my stuff. It's like pivotal times when you move. Yeah, there's I moved landmarks. like four times in my life. Yeah, there's landmarks or little checkpoints for you. Yeah, they're they're quick saves. That's what we call them now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a, it's a. Uh, I gotta I gotta pull up my load game. Yeah. It's, um. Oh, I hit a checkpoint. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I, the way the another cool way I always do it, uh, and I'm I'm just lucky. Like um, with the year that I was the year I was in school, like everything was like I was in first grade ninety one, second grade ninety two, third grade ninety three. So like everything, I'd be like, oh, it was in ninety six. Yeah, I was in sixth grade. I was whoa, 12, 13. Oh, like that's kind of a a a, a quick save. In my so, head. so so you you make that you made that statement about feeling old. I graduated in '97, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, but I mean, I just because I feel old doesn't mean you have to feel, feel super old. old. To feel older? No, I think I move pretty. I move around pretty good for being 
44 or 44 this year. My, my, um, my oldest brother, who I was just hanging out with before I came in to chat with you, he graduated in 98. Okay. So you guys are like the same age or whatever, but maybe he's a little bit younger. So I grant, like I was born in 97 and graduated. You were born in 1997. No, born, born in 79. I'm sorry. Born in 79. You look terrible. I know. I look terrible. I like long walks in the park and fresh flowers. <laughs> too young to look this old. Um, born in 79, graduated 97. So my year is flipped. Mm, yeah. Check that out. So Check in 2000, I was 21. Mm. Mm, I gotcha. And also, 20, I remember my little sister being born in 95. Okay. And so uh, I, I measure things a lot off of that as well. Like, in my stepson is born in 95. Excuse me? My stepson is born in 95. Oh, cool. Um, hmm. My, um, so my left shoulder decided um, to pop out 12 times. And then in 2001, I decided to go for surgery. We talk about having seizures and how, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say, I've done this twice. <laughs> yeah. Me doing this, though, I feel like I'm the kid from Rookie of the Year, Henry Rowan Gardner. Yes. Uh, Float it. Uh, pitcher's got a big butt. <laughs> yeah. Pitcher's got a big butt. <laughs> Showing the good stuff. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So. You would just kind of like when I kind of said something to you right before you were going to have the surgery, right? Like I, I said something to you about like, let's do this kind of thing. Yeah. And you were all. I was a little antsy. You were all, nah, brah. Can't do it. Can't do it right now, brah. <laughs> no, I mean, that that Thursday that we originally scheduled was, uh, it was. I was just having a little bit of nerves. Um, and the reason why I was having a little bit of nerves is because, you know, rewind to 22 years ago, I had left shoulder surgery. And they, because of my history of childhood epilepsy, I told them not to give me Demerol, but the good folks at Taylor Hospital, I don't care. They can sue me. Um, the good folks at Taylor Hospital decided to give me Demerol, which then invoked a seizure. So, and that was, I didn't see a bill, so I'm thankful for that. Well, they just wanted to see what would happen, man. They, yeah. they, they were like, yeah, this kid might react to it, but he might not. You know what? Let's try it. Yeah. See if it works. We'll seize the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up to five doctors huddled around me like they're Johnny Bench. Um, and uh, I'm like, what's going on? Why is everybody just standing over me? Um, they're like, you were walking around unattended. You had a seizure. We just checked your left shoulder. 
that's fine. Nothing happened with the repair that we did, but we just popped your right one back in place. I'm like, fun. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I had a... I count my blessings. There's been plenty of times where I thought, you know, I should not be here. Isn't waking up from a seizure the weirdest experience? It is. Like somebody telling you you just had a seizure is the weirdest. Because it's you the just same as like somebody telling you you just got knocked out. Like right. have you ever been knocked out before? I have. And then both. wake up and someone's like, You're just knocked out, dude. And yeah. you're like, what? I was like <gasps> completely it's gone. Yeah, both both like through anesthesia and actually being knocked out i had mm -hmm. i had someone in high school tackle me because i was covering home plate and my head head had hit the uh the rubber stop of the home plate and were you, I was were you guys playing her. baseball at the time yeah yeah we were playing baseball <laughs> baseball baseball <laughs> freaking beans <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm not a good podcaster unless I ask you if the person tackled you because you were on home base and you were playing baseball at the time. Because <laughs> if you weren't playing baseball at the time, something's wrong with that person. I mean, I mean, it's not Tiddlywinks, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I got I I had I got knocked out for a good. 10, 15 seconds um, when my head, head hit. And uh, yeah, so I, I I totally get it. But I will say, me going under from my recent shoulder surgery was the best two and a half hours of sleep of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so great. <laughs> I woke up, I was just like, man, I'm feeling no pain. I'm good. I got a nerve black in my arm and it's just sitting there going like this, you know, it's just like this. <laughs> I felt great. Nice. That's, that's when you got to do a podcast when you're, when you're, when you're high on that stuff. Oh, I tease my friends about it. Oh. You tease your friends about what? I tease my friends about it. They're like, how's your shoulder? I was just like, I got a nerve block in my arm. It's more than like your limp, you know? <laughs> and he's just like, mother. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think you're, you're just, you're an awesome dude, man. It's, it's good Thanks, to see, man. you know, some, it's good to see someone, you know, you know, do good. <laughs> I'm I'm still doing it, man. I'm still doing it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just trying to, to be better than the day before. Well, you see, that's a that's a good thing to be better the next day. Yeah. Than you were the day previous. Yeah. I mean, that's the definition of a human. You should be learning something. Uh, real quick. Yes. What's the name of this podcast again? My podcast or your podcast? This one. Evolving with mm. Corey Castle. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, how about that? See, we slipped in a message even, even without it, you know? <laughs> but, um, 
your last match in at, at DCW. It's amazing, by the way. Thank you. I, Thank you. It, it, it was a pleasure calling that match. I, you know, I, um, I want to see it one of these days. <laughs> I mean, I get my edits out like within three days, <laughs> but I don't have the footage. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Totally okay with that, too. dude. Anytime, even if something's awesome and you can tell me it's great, somehow in my head, back here, little little egg. Oh yeah, you, I here. do the same thing. I do the same thing. Yeah, well, uh, what is that person though? They've never had a match. Like that, it that is the voice that like automatically meets me and goes like, I'm I'm not exactly on my path that I want to be on. I could be better. And that's you know it's it's my obstacle that I'm very aware that's there. I um I'm the same way. Like when people tell me about IT stuff, and I'm just like my my initial thing is is like, well did you do this, 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 this? And it's like, no, how about them? What do you know? Like, and then I have to get, that's the part about getting out of my own way. It's just like, just mm -hmm. let them speak. You might learn something, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's uh, what do you got going on? Um, in the, I mean, I'm going to see you on the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to defend my championship. I brought, uh -oh. I brought it right here in this room. Right here. That's a nice belt, by the way. Yeah, dude. This is like um this is for sure like my favorite belt I've ever had in in any any like company I've ever been, you know, given a belt in. Or any held a belt in. And you know. What's what's interesting about it too is like what's interesting about it too is that um when you hand it to somebody, it's heavy, and then they're like, "Oh my god, this is real!" Yeah, like, they, that, they, like that's that's a, a cool thing about about having this belt. Like I I haven't handed it to a bunch of people, but the few people that I have, I'm like, Ugh! like my family and stuff. <laughs> what do they think? Are you getting that belt? Are they excited for you? I don't. I think they're they're in their own way, whatever. <laughs> they're, they're, okay. Like, all right, you're you're a winner. You're a champion. It's good cool. that you're playing with the boys. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. If you, that's your thing. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, I wholeheartedly want to see the only you. one in my family who's watched wrestling consistently. My whole Same life. here. Well, no, I can't say that. My brothers and I, we've watched wrestling. My older brother is finally getting in back into it. He lives in Ridley, and like. He thinks it's pretty badass of me to go to all these independent promotions and just be a part of the world. Like, I'm like, I'm doing nothing. All I'm doing is talking. You know, I can do that. I mean, like, I'm a, like, I can be a, a, a jackass. You can put me as a character in front of a camera. You give me a script. You give me bullet points. I'll do it. Like, you know, you know, for for the I'm a camera whore. So let's just. <laughs> You know, I don't care, but it, as long as it pushes the storyline and the narrative forward, I'll do it. Well, think about it's, this as, as just like, let me put myself as like a kid when I was a wrestling fan who was just a fan of wrestling. Yep. To get to be around it and not to have to pay to be around it. 
exactly was was a was a huge deal for me when I was first jumping in as a kid. Um, but like to be somebody who fully has a, like a skill and have be able to offer that is is probably pretty awesome to it's a, to be able to feel that. And, and to that to that effect is I want the reason why I do what I do, like I'm not going to get into the ring and, and tussle with anybody. I know that for sure. Can I take a like a quick bump and do that? Sure. If it will push a storyline, fine. Will I put myself in that danger consistently? No, because I am way too old for that right now. But the skills that I do have is like if I can improve someone's product and get more eyes on it, then other other like bigger companies will sponsor them on YouTube and they'll get their income that way. I want everybody to get a piece of whatever that pie is in the sky that we're all just searching for. Cause I believe there's enough money to be out there to make for everyone. You just got to put in the work. Just got to keep beating your drum, man. I agree. You got to stay and consistent then, with your shit. Which is why I like, I mean, with Richard, I tell him about all the camera and the, the tech stuff and, you know, improving like software, all that stuff that I bring is free. It's free. And I just like to have fun. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I think that the, the business needs more people around it like that. And I definitely think that, like, there should be, I've been saying this for years, there should be some sort of way to to treat wrestling with, like, the regulations that athletics have, where, yep. like, there can be, like, some, like, maybe some grants, some, like, real money that goes towards wrestling. Yeah. So, like, it's, so it's not like we're just doing this because we love it. Like there's got to be more to it that like we're financially actually like leaving with something, you know, instead of leaving with kind of nothing left from, you know, getting you getting yourself to and from there. Yeah. And the toll that you put on your bodies as well. I mean, you you only have so many bump you know, bumps on your card. Yeah, man. My my uh, my bump card is uh, high, it, high capacity. It's it's tacking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all I want to do. If I and, and you know, help put on a better product. Like I said, better than the day before. I I think if I if I was like really truly honest about it, I probably have like five to ten years of bumps left still. Okay. Somewhere in that. I mean, your style, I mean, your style will evolve yeah. With, yeah. as you get, you know, you know, with each year that passes, because mm -hmm. you, you'll find out like, you know, maybe you'll do slightly more resting holes or change your, you know, change from a technical submission to, you know, just to have that ability to have that longevity. Because, you know, as we've seen, I don't know, did you watch the Rumble? Yeah. I mean, that storyline 
yeah, for the bloodline. That was that was well told. Yeah. yeah. Very well told. Well, yeah. And you know what? There was no wrestling moves in at the at, at that end segment. It was just story. And story will get you will put asses in the seats. Well, it always does. They we're kicking the crap out of Kevin Owens and he was handcuffed to the rope. That was those were those were kind of wrestling moves, those wrestling kicks. Those but little super kicks. Those little super deeper kicks. Yes, super kicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that whole gotta give it to Jey Uso. That was that was masterful. Him and yeah, Sammy. It's uh um, yeah, it's uh some next level shit, man. They're they're really uh they're really telling some some impressive stories. And uh, that's where I want to get. So, like on purpose, I'm watching. Like I started, like three months ago, I started watching '96 WWE, and I just, I just let it play at work. You know, you while know, I'm working. I was just thinking about this. I was just thinking about this just yesterday or the day before about like when. When we were trying to be wrestlers, mm -hmm. when we were wanting to be wrestlers, and there's other stuff filming around us, like CZW was happening around us. We could every once in a while get our hands on a video camera and film some promos at the, yeah. at, the at the school or whatever. But like now we've got cameras on us at all time. You know what I like, yeah. Any any times like any time of day got cameras on us like we could really kind of make uh like something that equals what ECW was. Yep. Uh, and and it's like and I was also thinking about there's got to be a way that we tell no we tell fans you're not allowed to bring cell phones in our shows. Leave your cell phones in your cars. Because um, I have a way that could happen. We get the I little mean, bags or whatever. No, you can get a cell phone jammer. Well, like it, act, it actually blocks the device and stops it. From yeah. Sending well, out. I mean, like people get too busy looking at their phones and not paying attention to the matches. Like, there's got to be a way to. You say that, phone. and and it's it is. A, so I said this to my wife. It's like when because I have my wireless charger in here, okay, and I do not take my phone into the bedroom. One, it's a device, and it distracts you from from shutting your mind down. So, with that thread, I do not like that's 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 hitting like heavy for me because. I I try I don't like TVs in bedroom like in 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 my bedroom I you know and I keep my phone in in my home office here and I let it charge overnight and I disconnect when I when I'm going to bed I'm going to bed mm. <laughs> so yeah I, I I agree with you people are too you know too connected to their device but like it's it's weird because I think like the thing is like. People used to bring a bunch of signs to the wrestling shows, like yeah. like there used to be lots of signs, but now 
people can't hold a sign and hold their phone at the same time. Yep. So uh, you look at 97 WWE, there was signs all over. It was crazy. Signs can't exist now. Unless, unless look, me, me and my brother, Matt went and saw Bill Burr back in September and they had these oh, little, I heard that was an amazing show. They had a, these little bags we had to put our phones in when they all had our phones locked up. And they had to use a, a thing, a tool to open it to get our phones back at the end of the night. But we all got to hold on to our phones. If if all pro wrestling just adopted that exact thing, but but they want to be able to say that they're trending. They want people to be able to take pictures and say they're there because they want their social media presence. But it's like it's almost like the mystique goes up some. When it, Correct. Uh, we could. Well, I mean, that, that's you know, more. talk about kayfabe being dead. I mean, that's that's part of it. Is everyone is a, a critic, especially, and t- let's just Twitter's a dumpster fire. <laughs> I'm calling that as it is. I don't, I don't go to Twitter to be entertained. I go to use it as a tool. I don't. You know, same with Facebook. I use it as a tool. Yeah, I'll post the occasional, like, here's my son, here's my kids. You know, hey, come see the next wrestling show, February 18th, down Meridale Fire Company. Uh, <laughs> you know, but um, I don't do the personal stuff as much as I used to on, on those platforms, only because that the line, you'll, you'll recognize this line, Fight Club, the things that own you, and the things you own start owning you. Yeah. And it is a wholehearted fact. Like, there was a period in my time where I was like, I just had to have the new console or game or whatever it was. Now, I'm having more fun going outside and, you know, doing these events. You know, I can't wait for, I can't wait for me to get cleared for rehab, which, by the way, I had my appointment. My shoulder's good. Um, I could start doing minor exercises like, so I could just like go like this and like lift it up above my head until it, until I hit the tension mm-hmm. and then keep doing that. And I did four weeks, but once I'm cleared for rehab, I'm going to, again, go all in on myself, putting the cards on me, showing my son that you can do great things. Uh, have you ever thought of like trying to be a ref or anything? I, I I can, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't mind that skill set. I just love being, I love yelling, you know. I Well, I was going to say with the bad shoulders, both two shoulders, <laughs> that ref skill set might be kaput. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm good. Like this shoulders works fine. Like I can, I can lift, uh, you know, 75 pounds on this shoulder. So, mm. you know, with, with very little effort. Ooh, he's a strong boy. I'm a strong man. Ooh. I'm no girly man. 75 pounds, huh? You know, just on just my arm. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with, with uh, putting in the work. Um, but I'm going to take that to the next level once I get cleared for therapy. And uh, who knows? For you, Corey, I'll take a pump. <laughs> well, you see, that was I was gonna say you have to make it worth your with the value. The risk has to be worth the reward. So if like you're like, oh, I'll take a bump, 
I'll take a bump if, if, the, if it calls for it. And it's some nerd who's never been there before, who's never coming back, who might hurt you, you know? So, like, you'd pick it instead. No, I, I, when I the, know so it, the last bump I took was for um, TJ Reno and, and Core. And it was, um, they allowed me to call the spot. So everything was in my control. So, I, you know, so Boom Harding. Um, this was Labor Day weekend, I believe. Um, went there. I was a heel manager for TJ. Um, and then the the spot was that, you know, TJ and Zach petered out. And I got left in there, you know, caught. Boom, put me in the corner. And I said, you know, just go for it. So he gave me, you know, five knife edge chops to the chest. And then Core ripped my shirt open and gave me another chop on my chest. And I took the bump and then rolled out of the ring, but it was all, I was in control. So that's, that's where I would be. You know, if I'm in control of how, like how I could take the bump, then I'm fine. And I, and that's playing it smart because I'm not you guys, but I know what I'm capable of. And I know where, where, what limit I can push. I'm willing to go there if, if it needs to be, but all if it's going to push a line, you know, push a story forward. If it moves the needle, I'm not just going to take a bump for no reason. It has to. Um, there has to be a payoff. <laughs> Where, what's the payoff? Where's this leading? <laughs> you know, I need long-term storytelling. Well, even during that match, like, like Core was. You know, saying "nice shirt, jackass," and like you know, and I was just yelling at the crowd. So by the time I got those chops, the crowd was just the it, the match before was just the crowd was dead. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were the second match in, and once that spot happened, it became from a singles match to a tag team match, and the crowd was just lively. So we got the crowd into it. People got more. You know, we got more tickets in. More people. You know, and it that's. The payout was there, so it helped, and it was a charity show at that. Yeah, charity. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I, I do a, you know, I don't. Lately, I just don't like to talk. You know, I don't like to toot my own horn anymore because if I'm going to do anything, I'm doing it by action. But if there was a storyline that presented itself. I'm glad to take a bump for you. <laughs> well, thanks. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to not take too much advantage of that. Well, I mean, actually, with the 18th coming back, I'm gonna I can actually wear my sling. sling. Oh. And then uh, can injure me. Well, your face now—you can't do that. Yeah, can't do it. <laughs> this is the weirdest time, and this is funny. I was just talking about this yesterday. This is the weirdest time for me to be like a a baby face and still simultaneously being like kind of like a, like yeah, a anti-hero. I'm kind of like a like a real baby face too at the same time, like where I'm like, all I want to do is like inspire folks and like 
help people heal and and uh, you know have have actions that are pro like that are productive towards towards growth. And yeah. uh, before, if you would have asked me like a year ago what what I want to do, and I'd be like, oh, I would just tell all the fans that they suck and they don't matter. <laughs> but then and now I'm like, oh, yeah, but they like really do matter and we need more of them. Yeah, you have to get a reaction out of them, they, you know, good or bad. You have to get a reaction out of them. Yes. Really. They either hate to love you or love to hate you. <laughs> so. Well, like I made them hate me for so long that like they eventually saw me making them hate me for so long that they kind of just turned me organically. Yeah, you you, you did you definitely did a stone cold flip, that's for sure. Yeah, so uh, that was that was bizarre. <laughs> well, the good thing the thing also like the the whole stuff with the spark like that kind of wasn't working out because of uh, other people's schedules being so, you know, so sporadic. Uh, yeah. So like fill their dates, date books are filled up with conflicting things all the time. Gotcha. So uh, I want to say at this point, I'm going to ask you at this point to just uh ask me all the questions and uh this is your show now all right favorite video game growing up um no mercy oh all right all right so no mercy with when they did the the mankind you know nick foley uh, mick foley storyline against mm -hmm. kurt angle i remember that one <laughs> i remember that one and then they also had the the stone cold in there as well because no mercy was 90 no it was 2000 it was 2000 yeah, yeah. no was no mercy was 2001 2001 okay because wrestlemania 2000 came out on there as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right um favorite movie when you were a kid bill and ted's excellent adventure all right <laughs> favorite movie now or the uh, one that you've seen in the last five years uh stepbrothers oh yes oh <laughs> uh, do i have it I, mean, I bet you that's not five years but still like that's more current it's more current <laughs> my balls are on your drum case <laughs> um my drum sets a guy so that makes you gay <laughs> i have that shirt i have the i have that shirt that the road to Catalina wine mixer shirt yeah it's awesome. it's awesome um we already talk about rock your music it's your go-to um best movie that improved or change your thought your thought process i'm getting into the weeds here you're getting into the what the weeds the weeds um movie or book that changed your thought process or made you think in a different perspective maybe the da vinci code the book okay i uh 
I'd say maybe that. Um, dude, I, I always I always bring up this book and uh, I suggest people read it all the time. And I, I can't remember off the top of my head what the name of the author is. It's the same guy who wrote or who same guy who wrote Rambo. But he wrote okay. a book. He, bo- he wrote a book called Creepers and it's a novel about oh, okay. uh, about uh, people like who pair up in a teams and go into okay. abandoned buildings, go inside of abandoned buildings. All right. But uh, I would always suggest anyone reads that book. It's a cool novel. Okay. Um, probably my favorite novel. I'm going to give you homework for this one. Movie that hit home for me was Life as a House. It's uh, Kevin Klein, Hayden Christensen. It is a well done, well narrative movie. It's got a lot of message to it. So, Life is a house. Life as a house. Life as a house. Correct. All right. Challenge you on that one. All right. Um, outside of yours, favorite podcast? Um, uh, you made it weird. You made it weird. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, Pete Holmes podcast. Okay. Favorite comedian. All time or alive? Do both. Do all time and then do current. I'd say all times Mitch Hedberg. Current oh, is that's a that's a that's a throwback right there. Current is uh I would say Brian Regan. Okay. Or Bill Burr. Bill Burr. I I enjoy Bill Burr. Or Dave Chappelle. He, <laughs> Dave or Chappelle too. Uh, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura. Tom Segura, for sure. Two bears, one cave. (laughs) Um, Man. What do you see yourself doing in in five years? Uh, I'm going to continue. I'm going to still do this podcast. I'm not going to ever stop doing it. Um, I see this being something that's way more important towards what I, how I make my money for sure in five years. I even before that. Okay. And then what's the biggest thing you would have been able to tell yourself 20 years ago or 10 years ago, that knowing what you know now, See what's weird about it is, uh, I I wouldn't act on shit. All right, so I would I would have to say that like, I, and my advice to most anybody would always be stop comparing yourselves to other people because other people are them and you're you. There's absolutely no way that mm-hmm. they can be you or understand anything about you. Like, and I I say that to myself. I'd always say like, oh, stop comparing yourself to those people because. None of them are also comedians. None of them are also podcasters. None of them are also brain surgery survivors. None of them are also uh, the third born of eight. And none of them also were a single, single parent. Um, Like all all of it, like none of, none of any of this stuff that I've got going on is what anybody else has going on. 
So for me to sit there and waste any right nows on comparing myself by going, somebody's got this and I don't have that. Yeah. It is silly because what, you know, what is all the cool stuff that I've got that they probably don't have? Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe like, maybe like success and scratching every itch isn't, uh, isn't the, the ultimate answer every time. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me evolve the question a little bit. Okay. Um, names what would you say something uplifting to your younger self if you had the chance um i would say um stay who you are and you'll be who you want to be uh because like all the decisions that I made and everything that I ever did led me to be who I am right now. And this exactly, right now exactly. And that's where, that's where I was leading you. That's where I was leading you because um, I say this to my daughter all the time. If you're going to fail, cause she comes up to me, she's like, daddy, I failed my test. I'm like, okay, but did you learn something? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well then I don't care if you fail as long as you learn, you know, if you're going to fail, fail fucking big, as long as you learn equally. You know, so it's, you know, make it monumental. But I just like, I was like, when I was having this conversation with her, I was just like, yeah, I just, I, you know, something broke. It was my fault. I said, yeah, it's my bad. I just didn't put this here and this here. And it, it broke like multiple workflows of, of my company. But you know what? I fixed it in five minutes and everything was fine. And I just said, my bad. I didn't count for that. Sorry. You know, and then life went on, you know. It's it's one of those things. Um, what's one thing you wish you would have done in your life? One thing I wish I would have done in life? Yeah. Uh, or like is on your list to do? Dude, I, I don't think I'll ever do it. It's something I've always wanted to do, but I don't think I ever will is uh learn how to play guitar i just am not musically inclined like I'm, i have no rhythm like I, i'm not musically like, inclined do you, do you remember do you remember in the jerk where where he was like tapping his toes and he's like i got it, I got it. <laughs> and then he like had that that jerky dance that's yeah that's me <laughs> i don't have any rhythm at all i mean i have i have a decent amount of rhythm but only, only to the point where I'm like, you know, doing the Carlton at weddings. That's no, that's you me. Just, you just, you just heard me singing "Fuel." I, I sing like a goof. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all, it's all just me being silly. None of it's, none of it's sincere musical yeah. talent. Um, I beat the drum that I have no rhythm on, but the point of me beating the drum is that there's a drum and I'm being consistent. Like that's. The whole idea, it's not that I'm good at it. I, I don't want to work. I want to bang on my drum all day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. That's exactly how it is. See? Um, <laughs> my my biggest my biggest thing is is um one, you said it, don't be afraid to be yourself. But in order to be yourself, you had to go through the ick to get there. And I tell 
my middle daughter that all the time. I'm trying to impart that knowledge on my oldest daughter. It's a little difficult with her on the spectrum, but mm -hmm. she's getting it now. She's starting to turn that corner. So, and a thing I a thing I will say often, and if I've ever gone and done any kind of like seminars or any kind of um, you know, workshops at schools or, uh, or you know wrestling schools or wrestling gyms, I uh, always talk about like what you've got and how much you should be grateful for everything you have right here and right mm -hmm. now, like like my first wrestling school and a, and a lot of people's first wrestling experiences involved a, 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 a piss poor put together homemade ring that um, that hurt and, and had like crap ass ropes and it, you know, it evolves, but you know, if you start out and it's all good, be grateful that you didn't have to go through that struggle first. Yeah. Yeah. I know a couple places like that. I do. I'm not going to name them, but uh, I know a couple. And uh, I'm just, I'm just grateful that I get to meet some really kick-ass people. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Well, <laughs> you're the one doing it. I'm not introducing you to kick-ass people. You're meeting them on your own. Yeah, but it still feels good. Good. You know, it still feels good. And the fact that I get to bring, you know, I brought my, my oldest daughter to the last wrestling event. So she's seeing me do all these, you know, setting up all the audio video stuff and doing all, you know, putting. So the last person, the last event, uh, the camera uh, people didn't show up. So luckily I had two webcams in my you know, in my bag because <laughs> I bring everything. And I'm like, can you mount this up there on the basketball hoop? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. And I'm just like, here's a USB extension into the laptop and it's recording. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm like, can you convert this audio file? Yeah, I can do that too. Because they wouldn't play on their DJ equipment. So I was like, throw it into my program, exported it to MP3. They're like, how do you do this stuff? I'm just like, you just got to give me two minutes and I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I've always been. That's how I've learned at my current job. Like I had no experience in the you know, financial application and I just got mm -hmm. thrown into it and yeah, I'll try. And that's how I got promoted. And I'm still at that company. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to just a couple more things. I'm going to ask you just a couple more things. Yes. You know, off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake. Sounds good. All right. So many of the podcasts that you've done, you've done many, right? Yes. Three. And you probably plus, did a yeah. guest on a few. Yeah. In your times. Uh, in all those, in all those appearances, what have you not been asked that you'd wish you had been asked? Jeez. I mean, everybody knows I'm, Gaming, movie, connoisseur, music. I'm good at Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. No one's challenged me on that. Um, no, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, just ask away. 
Whatever you feel like you want to ask, ask away. I'd leave, uh, I'd leave everything on the table. All right. So you've never, you've never been, you've never had a topic that, that you've always had an answer like in the barrel and you've Not never necessarily in the barrel, just like, you know, if I think about it and I give an answer, it's just, you know, it's moment in time. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this next segment uh, I call audio time travel. Okay. Okay. All right. So, oh, okay. So how, uh, this this platform, this this audio, this video, uh, this this show is outliving us, right? Oh yeah. So it's going to be here for, let's say, you know, the next hundred years. How about twenty years from now? The people who love you most, your kids, all them kids, come across this recording. In, in these next moments, you're speaking directly to the people who dug this out to hear the timestamp on on what what dad's like, what Chris is like right now. What messages are you giving? Always chase your dreams. Know that I love you so much. Know that I'm always with you. And if you're going to fail, fail big. But no. I will be rooting regardless of whether you succeed or fail. It can only be you. I love you all. All 100 of you. <laughs> my, my friend Matt makes the same joke. Me and my 47 kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I th I think it's um I think it's very important that on the record I say some of the things that I say to you like I like started out with letting you know how important it is that I yeah. recognize and I acknowledge you I, I'm I want to I want to throw in there um how much I'm happy to be a resource for you in any way if I can if I can help you in some way please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me uh, if you ever feel like you you have no friends. Absolutely. Feel free to call me. I'm here. I for appreciate you. that, man. You have no idea. And I'm you, optimistic you about what our friendship is about to turn into. And oh, it's, I think on it's on the record timestamp right here, right now. Timestamped. It's uh, 8.09 p.m. Today's date is 2-1-2023. <laughs> the amazing Corey Castle. Now, with that being said, is there anything uh, on the record important that you think is imp that you've always wondered about me or any questions or say or like statements you've ever wanted to make to me right now is your chance i mean i've, I've said it previously but just i find that you're the, the genuine article absolutely the genuine article you know i every time i see those clips of yours that pass through and i'm all, and then i then i go through you know you know just a, a real uh review of just all your clips all your clips all your clips i'm just like dude he's he's a hundred percent this oh, is thanks, him man. and that's why i've been you know that's why i just like i'm gonna promote him as much as i can appreciate you know that. you didn't that's ask cool. me i just 
you know, I think people will, men especially, because you bring out a voice for a lot of things that are still semi-taboo. Like I'm just being positive. And, you know, we talked about it earlier about like, you know, you know, having, you know, and, you know, like with my father, he was not the, the fun one, just, <laughs> you know? Well, like, I think, I think vulnerability is important. And I don't think, I think that having fun and letting go and doing that would open up vulnerability. And uh, that, that's something that, you know, I we're very privileged now to have learned all about it. And um, it's very privileged to have had it this amount of time. But, um, you know, being safe, being safe is not something everybody has. And uh, if, yeah. if you don't have it, find a place where you can be it. Find a place it's, where it's, you can be safe. It's funny that you say that because my daughter, my middle child, Emma, um, she is ceremoniously called number two from everybody at the podcast. But um, she reached out to me. And the fact that she was able to t tell me these things, um, she has a friend at work that is having a problem with their home situation. And she just instinctively reached out to me. And says like, at first she prefaces like that. I know I'm coming to you because you're a rational human being and you seem like you would be able to assess it properly. And she told me like the situation that was going on with my friend. And she asked if, 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 if it ever came to be, you know, could she stay here for a couple of days? And I said, absolutely. As long as a couple of things are met, then sure. You know, I don't want to get in trouble with the law, but yeah, to put them in a safe situation. Sure. Absolutely. I had no problem doing that. So the fact that you just said that about, you know, not a lot of people have a safe place. It's because if you're feeling lonely, don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> I, I, I love the genuine article. I, I think that that's that's an important uh, it's an important thing. It's something I've always wanted to to be like. I never wanted to just appear that I'm genuine. I wanted to be who I am and uh, show people that they can be all the way who they are, too. And <clears throat> a lot for me, I know I went into my past a lot uh, here, but um, it's taken me a lot to come out of that shell, especially I think I've done a hundred times more of that in the past four years than I have done the, you know, the 20 years from the first, you know, the birth of my first daughter to, to now. And while some may see it as unfortunate, I had to go through that in order to have that cathartic moment of like, I'm just going to change right now and I'm going to do it for the better. And while I'm changing, I'm also going to pay it forward. So here I am. Here I am, the one that you love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're doing all these quotes and I'm just, I'm laughing. And 
I'm I'm drawing a blank on what song. Oh, that's because I'm not good. Because <laughs> I'm not good. Now, if I if I if I like was on tur like if it was the right way that that song goes, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's absolutely the song. But when it's when it's my shitty interpretation that has no musical ability to it. Oh man. <laughs> then understandably. The door is always open for you, brother. I will say that. Do you do any impressions, Chris? Um, I used to do impressions when I was younger. Um, uh, wow, I just had a thought pop in my head. I had... Um, what was it? It's, it's going to be seven years and next month that I've been smoke-free, by the way. You've been what? Smoke-free cigarettes yeah seven years hmm that that was a big thing neat that just popped in my head because it's like it's what did you do i just went cold turkey yeah it was time it was just like um the reason why i did was because my current wife she has ms so my mom has ms same Um, sinks. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. found out that secondhand smoke actually causes flares for MS. Mm. And I was just like, you know, what? I'm gonna quit. But I decided to quit on of all weekends, um, Irish weekend down in Wildwood, and that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> I got through the first 24 hours and I was good. After that, after that 24 hours, I was good. So, um, but um, I used to be a vegan. Yeah. Ask me how I quit. How did you quit? Cold turkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Everybody, thanks for joining me. If this is your first time checking out Evolving with Corey Castle, and and uh, and and you've spent this much time with us. Thanks so much for your time. It, you, I have to say, as often as possibly can, and I hope it like sinks in. I'm I'm fully fine with say, repeating the same stuff over and over again, because we as people consume so much stuff. The important stuff's got to be repeated. Yeah. Uh, the the effort and the time has so much value to me. So if you've spent any effort, any time listening or watching anything I'm doing or see, you know, like coming across me and deciding that you're going to invest some of your time and effort, that's so important to me. If if you can, in, in that time and effort, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share with your friends, tell some people that this is value that they might need in their life or something. You know, if you, I'm, I'm fully, like I, like I was saying to Chris, my DMs are wide open. Anybody feels like you've got nobody, please reach out to me. Please talk to me. I, I'm I, I'm evolving with you. This is the point. It, the point is we're evolving together. So I'm not evolved all the way. I still have stuff I'm working on. Perfectly imperfect. Now, imperfect human with work to do. The work is never done. Let's... Uh, um, uh, you like say you say you say perfectly imperfect. I um, 
don't I tell Emma, don't ever strive for perfection because perfection is just a moment in time because once you achieve it, you can never achieve it again. Well, I mean, you know what? There's a little bit of that we're already perfect. Mm -hmm. and Strive for uh, excellence. Yeah, we're already perfect. Like, you're, you're, your brain is trying to out-perfect what your perfect already is. Yeah. I strive to just be the best version of myself that day. And so, sometimes, sometimes it's watching One Punch Man with my son Connor. <laughs> what is uh? What is the um? What is the impression that you've got? Um, man, I can't. I mean, everybody did a really bad Sean Connery when they were younger, so that that was that was okay. Do, do you got a? Do you have a Yoda? Oh, Yoda's actually quite easy for me. Well, in in the the catchphrase that we use to wrap up every episode, would you say in your best impression of Yoda, be fun, have safe, keep evolving? Keep evolving, be fun, have safe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. I hope uh, you have a great night. Enjoy your thank you, everyone. Up. Happy birthday if that's today. If it's tomorrow, happy birthday tomorrow. Happy Groundhog Day tomorrow too. Uh -huh. always be love be kind be kind to others be kind to yourself be fun have safe keep evolving Come, like subscribe sit this man he is an awesome dude so, subscribe and 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 be my fan i love it i appreciate the support be fun have safe keep